Blog Talk Radio. to another episode of Two Wit Tuesdays right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. What's up, guys? How you been? Y'all miss me? I miss you. Let me tell you, I miss you. Um, for those of you who know what's going on, your words of encouragement, your prayers, your thoughts, uh, all that good stuff, um, they have not fallen on deaf ears, the many texts, the many calls. Um, I'm just having to take it easy right now. And so at the present time, this will be my form of gratitude to say thank you just to each and every one of you. Um, Your messages have not um, gone unnoticed. Um, Your calls and messages messages have not gone unheard. Um, Again, I just need this time to just sit back and get me together, all right, so that I can continue doing this thing. Um, We do here at Indie Fire want to offer our sincerest condolences to the family and friends of singer-songwriter Johnny Nash. He passed away at the age of 80 on um, Tuesday the 6th at his home in Houston. He's best known for his hit, I Can See Clearly Now, um, which was a record Billboard Hot 100 Charts number one hit song. So we do say rest in peace to Mr. Johnny Nash and condolences go out to his family and friends. Um, On Tuesday, October 6th, we also lost um, Dutch-American musician, songwriter, producer, and inventor um, Eddie or Edward, you know, we know him as Eddie Van Halen. He was the main songwriter and lead guitarist of the American rock band Van Halen, which he co-founded in 72 with his brother, drummer Alex Van Halen, bassist Mark Stone, and singer David Lee Roth. Oh, I forgot he was with Van Halen. Oh, man. You know what? The funny thing was I was I was reading some comments today that his only child, um, Wolfgang Van Halen, had posted about him and the name, like, you know how, as artists, you, you take one um, stage name. You know what I'm saying? You, a lot of artists now, uh, they don't use their real names. And so I never knew that Van Halen was really his last name. And then I saw his middle name. I'm not even going to try to butcher that because it's Dutch. Um, but I saw that, and I was thinking, wow, like, like what other nationality, you know, is he? And um, thanks to, you know, my trusty assistant here, Um, They did provide that information that he was Dutch-American. Did y'all know that? No? What was your favorite Van Halen song? Okay, yeah, right. I forgot. You can't really answer me. (laughs) Look, somebody did. That was quick, though. Jump. Yes, I remember Jump. Came out in 84. Um, I don't remember a lot more. I mean, I'm I'm sure I I do. Um, But I think Jump was probably my my favorite. Um, And something that I can remember because I was probably – 
84. So I was like nine. Yeah, I was like nine then. Um, and, yeah, I, I do just remember, you know, the hits that they put out over the, the years. Um, just a phenomenal band. But we do say rest in peace to um, his or to Eddie Van Halen. And then we send our sincere condolences to his family and his friends on behalf of Indy Fire. Guys, what else going on in the news? I haven't been keeping up with anything. I watched this debate last night. Um, when you see me posting on social media, it is something that I'm sharing. Um, so I need you guys to keep me up, you know, and keep me abreast of what's going on because, again, I'm just kind of laying in a bed chilling, and um, I'm not really, you know, going to do anything that's going to get me too excited and all of that stuff. Um, so I um, <laughs> I um, need to know what's going on. But I did catch the debate last night, and it was I will say that it was a lot better than um, that the presidential, the first presidential debate. And you know we're not very political around here on the show, but I do want to make just a brief comment. When you watch um, an event live, especially like the presidential or vice presidential debate, you never know what type of people you're going to interact with. And um, in watching it live, like I should have cut my comments off, all right, um, but in watching it live last night, you know, there, there's just so many. I think when I watched the presidential debate, I must have been with individuals who were for Biden and against Trump last night. It was the opposite. So everything um, that was talked about was how bad, you know, Senator Harris was doing and, you know, how, how she smirked and um, um, the fact that she was laughing. And, and you know what? My mother always taught me that, you know, when you had nothing nice to say to someone, stay silent. Um, when you were in the presence of someone, you know, your facial expressions say a lot to people. Um, and, and I feel like uh, if you haven't been told this, you know, killing people with kindness. I mean, one way of doing that is to just to smile, to be acknowledgeable of what they're saying, because that would screw somebody's head up, you know? And I felt like a lot of these memes that you're seeing, you know, with her facial expressions and everything, um, that's, that's what she was doing. It wasn't out of, you know, being rude or, or being disrespectful, you know, because she could have sat there mean mugging him like Trump did the entire time. But she acknowledged that I'm hearing you. You know what I'm saying? I peep your game. I understand what you're saying. You know, she was given acknowledgement. And so for anyone who took that wrong, I'm sorry. Your mama never taught you to kill him with kindness. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I'm excited to have my guest here with me this evening. Um, he is on a label that I hold very dearly um, to my heart. Uh, we've had a lot of their artists on the show. Um, and I'm just excited to see, you know, moving forward how this label is going to do. I'm talking about... Uh, 14 Scars. He's a relentless 18-year-old out of Dayton, Ohio, who calls himself an artist, not a rapper. To him, music is a blank canvas with multiple layers that have no rules or limitations. His music is not to get him rich, but to rather get him to a better place. With major blows and setbacks in his life, he is ready to shine and get the respect he knows he deserves. Quote, hard work only pays off when it is displayed to the world. End quote. The ice on me, with the chains on me, with the real dodges, yeah, them bombing jeans, with the guap on me, I can finally fix my problem and save myself from me. Hey, big fans on me, I won't ride some chasing D, y'all. Big old drip up on me, but I'm always gon' need more. Oh, 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 yeah, you know, oh, oh, I'm no cash and no one lost a dough, oh, oh. Hey, do it for my people, cause I really wanna free them. 
be pressing, talking to my young spitting, solving my problems, revolving around the money and dollars. But I can't get to those dreams unless I grind and go sleep. And how you stay to be me when you don't even know me? I know that I've been dissing lately, I've been chasing the green. I know that I've been dissing lately, I've been chasing my dreams. I know that I've been dissing lately, I've been working on me. I know that I've been dissing lately, yeah, I'm sorry to my knee. And I'm sorry that when I lay down, but now I'm on ground now. Ball so hard, I'ma end up the best now. I'm finally getting fed. a listening audience. I present to you my guest this evening, uh, Dayton, Ohio, music artist, 14 Scars. Yo, I almost forgot how to work the dashboard. I'm over here like, um, where's this at? Where's this at? I, I passed it on to somebody else because I felt like I'm about to screw something up tonight. Uh, how are you this evening? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, just chilling right now. How are you? Yes, let's talk about let's talk about Dior very quickly uh, before we get into this interview. Um, I make it a habit of not listening to my guests prior to the show because I want to be just as you know astounded or possibly dumbfounded, um, you know, as my listening audience. At the same time, you want to hear the music at the same time. So I have not heard any of your music, and I, I honestly am going to say I wasn't I wasn't expecting that, um, and I don't know why because every artist that has come um, out of the Vision and Vitality Entertainment Camp has been fire. Um, I don't know what it is. I just, I didn't expect, I thought D.U.O. was actually going to be, you know, some, talking about belts, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, guys don't want to talk about purses and whatever, but belts or some shoes, or I didn't expect that flow um, to be like that right there. So let's talk about D.U.O. a little bit. Uh, What went into the um, creation of that track? You know, Dior, so I'm having an EP come out, and I had six songs on them, but one didn't make the cut. I didn't really like it. So I went back in the studio and recorded Dior in about an hour, I think. And my usually I rap like uh, like flexing, like flex rap, you know, but I always keep it melodic. So uh, with mm-hmm. Dior and the uh, idea of this uh, EP, I want it to be like a little more deeper, but, you know, a little bit of flexing too. So I talked about how, like, if I get Dior, you know, maybe it fix my problems. I don't know. But, right, right. Uh, so, uh, you know, 
it was a it was a quick little song with a, a little bit of flexing in it, but with a deep message in it too. So all the people around me, they uh they know what I'm talking about. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's let's take it back to the basics. I don't know how far back I could take it because um your bio states that you're 18, so that's up to date, correct? Yeah, still in high school. No birthdays. All right, you you're still in high school too. Still in high school. I'm a senior this year. All right, class of 2020, what are we in? 2021? 2021. All right. Um, yeah. So I, I, I normally, I don't, well, I've had a couple of uh, high school students on the show before. Um, how, you know, since you brought it up, I'm going to stay right here for a minute. Um, how is it, you know, being a um, a musician, uh, being an artist, um, writing, you know, your own music, getting in the studio, putting it down? And also having to maintain, you know, um, some sense of normalcy and go to school every day. Now, I don't know how it is where you are. I don't know if you're still in quarantine. I don't know if you you got virtual class, if you've got hybrid classes or, you know, either way, I know that it's affected you some way, you know, or another. But how is it? You know, how do you juggle um, being a teenager but also being a music artist as well? You know, it was sort of hard in the beginning uh, before I actually signed because, I'm a wrestler and a football player, and I started both of them on varsity since freshman year. So I've always been really busy with sports and in school on top of that. Always want to maintain a high GPA, 4.0. So, you know, music, because I've had a lot of in my okay. bio, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of like, rough blows in my life. And I'm not going to go into detail, but music, I started my freshman year, and I was trash. I'm telling you, I was trash. But it was just an outlet to let everything into and now I'm just I saw after I dropped my first song uh, a couple of months ago uh, that I could really do this so I made time for it I put money into a studio and made it not recording in the garage no more thankfully uh, but uh, yeah just it, it's it's not too hard at this point but I feel like as I go on into like college and stuff because I know that you know, if things don't really, really take off with music, I'm gonna go to college and I'm gonna get an education, mm-hmm. whether it's in wrestling or football. So it's gonna be hard to juggle that there, but I think it'll be all right. So you do have aspirations to still go to college? Yes. Yes. Well, that I want to go to college still, but uh, you know, my dream is to, you know, of course, get big, but you know how that is. Right. Right. So I'm a mother of, well, actually I have two college students, a senior and a, a sophomore. Um, and I learned my lesson, and I'm not going to preach to you, um, but I learned my lesson with my oldest son who's in the military. You know, he went to school for a year and a half, and because that's every parent's dream for their child for them to go to school. Pursue what it is that makes you happy as well, but also get that that foundation um, with your education. And so, you know, I kind of forced that on him. That's what I wanted for him. and. Um, he he took the long way around to finally realize that that wasn't for him. A lot of money wasted, you know what I'm saying, and then he went into the military. But my children that I have in college now, you know, it is important for, um, and this may be for somebody's mom or dad, you know, it is important for you to allow your children to find their own way. Realize that their dream and their passion, their purpose um, is not what you have designed for them, you know. And so um, you mentioned the fact that you have a 4.0. Um, that's astounding. And being able to, you know, wrestle and play football and make music as well, 
um, and have it all balanced, you know, at the age of 18, that is amazing. But I do want to say, you know, um, you you made the statement that you want to make it big. Um, and if you don't, you always need something to fall back on. So never forget, you know, that, that college life, um, especially because you want to do it. You know, you're not being forced to do it, but um, just remember that college life is always, you know, what you need to fall back on. Your education is what you need to fall back on. Um, and, and it's good. I know that your, your, your team, I know that you have a solid team. You know, but in this industry, it's one thing to be able to write the music, to get in the studio and record the music, maybe even to produce your own EP. Um, but you need to know the business side of that as well. And so having an educational foundation, you know, whether it's street, because that's how I got started with, you know, my musical education. It was street. It was from my mentor who'd been in the industry almost 40 years. And then I actually went back to school and got the basics you know, that I needed or, or added to the basics that I already had. Um, so just remember that you have so many options when it comes to um, your education being combined with your music career. And I do wish you the best on, on that right there. Now I want to back hey. up a little um, because you said in the ninth grade you're welcome. In the ninth grade you was garbage. So that's gross because I don't know what you sounded like in the ninth grade. But if you sounded like um, – now, what you sounded like four years ago, then you haven't experienced growth at all. So in the process of recording this EP and, and remembering how you were in the ninth grade, um, how have you developed as an artist? How has your, your, your lyrics developed? Um, how have you, you know, I don't know if you're performing um, in venues or not, or you have in the past, but how has, you know, your um, um the ability to be able to get in front of an audience without a fear factor. You know, have you seen growth in any of that? Just explain how you've grown as an artist. You know, I've never done a show. I've never performed my music for anyone. I've just been putting it out there, and, you know, the city listens to it, and they get back with me, feedback, really? and like it. Yeah, I've never done a show, so I'm hoping to do one of those. Uh, but quarantine, you know, we're right, not, right, we're not right. totally quarantined, but we're, we're in online school, so it's still sort of here, you know. But um, I'd say, I'd say the uh, biggest thing that's changed with me is uh, definitely my flow. Um, I used to do a lot of, like, uh, try to boom back rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't do the melodies. So I found out, like, I can do these melodies. But, like, at first I tried to do them, and my voice was, like, really shaky. So, I mean, it still is sometimes here and there, but, like, I'm getting it down. So uh, my voice, uh, melodies... And uh, my lyrics got a little better, too, because, you know, when I first started rapping, my parents weren't happy, and they, they made me stop because I was cussing. And a big <laughs> thing with my music nowadays, I don't cuss in any of my songs. So uh, That's what's up. Yeah, and I learned to, um, in a lot of my songs, you'll think that I'm flexing, but, like, in my hooks, I will talk about the flexing stuff. But then in my verses, if you go and unpack what's in the verses, you'll learn that I'm talking in the future in my in my hooks and in my verses talking about how I'm gonna accomplish that and you know what goes into that. Okay. I like that. Because a lot of artists um now talk about what they see, they talk about what's going on in somebody else's life, um, you know, what your boy is experiencing, what your your girl is experiencing. Um, no one seems to be truthful and 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 just talk about, you know, um, shed some light on, on themselves, maybe aspirations that they have for themselves. It's all about, you know, um, 
and and I won't say that everyone hasn't experienced what they're talking about, but I will say that the bulk of the artists are talking about, you know what I'm saying, something else that has no relevancy to you or your life or, you know what I'm saying, right. you talk about the hood and you grew up, you know, in the suburbs and, and so, yeah, I appreciate an artist who can just keep it real, you know, even if it's futuristic, that that's showing that you have aspirations for this um, to happen, you know, to occur uh, to you and for mm-hmm. you in your life. So that that's good. I like that. How would you describe your musical style? My musical style is I uh, I use melodies to catch them on the hook, and then my verses. I could also use some melodies, but I like to go a little fast sometimes. Sometimes in some songs, I like to go a little fast, but uh, I like to persuade them into listening and then hook them into listening and then bring them back to give me another string. You know? that's, that's just how I would describe it, I guess. I just okay, try to think know. of what, what would be kept to the listening. Gotcha. Now, I know your bio states that you're not a rapper. You prefer to um, just call yourself an artist. artist. Um, how is that when it comes to genre? You know, um, there are artists that are very specific. I'm hip-hop. I'm not rap. I'm rap. I'm not hip-hop. You know, um, so do you have a genre that you fall, that you classify yourself um, in, or have you made up your own genre that kind of reflects <laughs> Your style that's a good idea. I never thought about that, but as of right now, you know, when we got to put it in on the Spotify and everything, um, I would say I fall into the hip hop and not necessarily rap. I rap rap sometimes, but hip hop and then like some of my songs would be like the alternative hip hop, you know. So, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I've had um artists that, you know, after the fact, you know, yeah, I'm a, I'm hip-hop, you know, um, and then we, we just talk about the fact that, you know, how your music sounds, what you want to convey through your music, you know, the listening audiences that you're trying to um, attract, and, you know, maybe that isn't. Maybe you should just come up with your own, you know, to match your style, yeah. and so um, I've had a lot of artists who just come up with some, some crazy genres, I mean, crazy, but it fits them, it fits their personality, it fits their flow, it fits you know, it just fits them perfectly. So, yeah. If hip-hop ain't you, if rap ain't you, create your own lane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to think about that. Yeah. All right, so I want to talk about this this name. To me, it's when I first got your bio, I thought, oh, my gosh. He's like, um, he's had some, he carries some abuse or some emotional baggage or you know, there's something that has been placed over his head. Um, you know, let's talk about 14 scars and what it really means. Because I know I'll be all in left field trying to figure out names. Because um, I'm sure that's not what it means. Um, but what is, you know, how did you come up with the name 14 scars? What does it symbolize? So 14 scars, um, my original name back in ninth grade was uh, Scar, just Scar. And it was just because, you know, I have had a lot of things happen in my life and a lot of losses um, and a lot of major blows. So I, I switched up to 14 stars because I wanted a little bit more meaning behind my name. So people ask me, what does that mean? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. You can find out later. But I'm going to say it right now. So 14. So when I was in um, fourth grade, fourth grade, yeah, uh, my mom passed away 
to uh, pancreatic cancer day was May 14th. So I always keep that her birthday, 14th. And then my scars, a lot of other stuff in the past, you know. Actually, you could probably count 14 individual scars on my body, but that's not the point. But, um, yeah, the, the scars, you know, I've got injured three times in high school and had surgery twice. Like, I, I'm I'm laid up in bed right now, too, on an ACL surgery. So I, I missed my whole senior football season, and that's pretty much what I've dedicated my life to. So, you know, it's just it's, there's a lot of blows, but uh, I know I'll get past them. So. That's it. Wow, what what a deep um, meaning behind the name. Uh, I normally don't get answers that are that in depth um, and carry that much significance and, and meaning in an individual's life. Um, rest in peace to your mom. Um Wow, wow, I, I lost my train of thought. Um, all right, so what is what keeps you motivated? Um, just not only uh, in this music industry um, and, and playing sports and, and being, you know, excelling in academics um, with everything that has transpired in your young life. What keeps you motivated? Uh of course, God, God first. Um, I know he has a plan for me. I know I'm not supposed to just sit here and let everything, you know, run over me. I'm supposed to get back up and do something special. But uh, also, you know, my mom, of course, she loved music. That's all she did. She was in the church singing or trying to sing in front of me, trying to embarrass me in front of my friends singing. And she tried to get me to sing, but I would <laughs> never sing for her. I would never sing for her because I hated singing when I was a kid. So, you know. <laughs> And I've always loved music, but she would always embarrass me in front of my friends trying to get me to sing. And I was like, no, I'm not singing. So, right. <laughs> um, and then with my family, my dad and my sister and my stepmom now. So they keep me going. That's what's up. They're supportive of your, your music? Oh, uh, yes. Of course, now, because I don't cuss, you know. Uh, yeah. They all support me now, and they want to see me go where I want to go. I've talked with them before, and they... They believe in me. You know, they, they, my stepmom is always on Instagram. She posts me on her story whenever I have a new snippet, song, whenever I show my stream amount. You know, she's always supporting me in that way. And uh, my dad, you know, just my dad, you know, he's supporting me. So, yeah. It makes a world of a difference when you're not really out there doing. Um, what you're passionate about by yourself when you have an amazing team that you work with or that works with you. Um, but to have your family, you know, support you, that that's huge because a lot of artists can't say when they say I'm in this by myself, they really mean that they're in it by themselves. Yes. Um, so it just makes things a whole lot easier when you do have, um, you know, like I said, that support system that can keep you motivated, um, keep you, keep you grounded. I'm thankful uh, for the many support systems, you know, that I have because they call me the girl in motion. I'm used to always being on the go. And, you know, the past couple of months I've just been grounded, you know, can't do oh, yeah. what I want to do when I want to do it. And so, for sure. um, like I, I said, it's just, yeah, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And I know about that ACL. Um, I used to train football when I was in high school. Um, 
I think five years I trained it. And then I, when, when I decided to go to college, I already knew what I wanted to do, uh, but I had a full ride. If I would have majored in sports management and, you know, that wasn't my passion. That's not what I wanted to do. Right. Um, so I know all about that, um, that ACL, to stay off of it. Um, you know, when, when you feel Actually, good. Go ahead. You know, I'm already walking after two weeks after surgery because my, my – That's what I was just about to say. That's what I was right. just about to say. When you start feeling better – you know what I'm saying? Don't just jump up and go. Take the time that you need so oh, that it properly heals. Um, I have a son, my, my oldest. He's very, very athletic, plays everything, um, and amazing. He probably could have went from high school, from college basketball on to the NBA, probably. Um, but he, yeah. when he has a break or when he has a tear, he never lets them heal like they're supposed to. Right. You know, and that makes right. it easier for, you know, a re-break or a re-fracture. Um, so, yeah, take the time on the tail. Yes, ma'am. Yes, please do. Please do. Um, so what's a <laughs> typical day like for you now that you have, like, viral, viral, uh, virtual <laughs> virtual classes, um, you're out for the season, uh, but you're still making your music. What's, what's a day, you know, like for you? You got the studio now. Are you in the studio daily? You know, how does that work for you? Um, so, you know, we wake. We we still have to be on class. Uh, like at the uh, like the time we have to be in person is when we have to be on a Google Meet. So that's what we do it through is Google Meet, and we have classes all day until like one fifty. From seven fifty to one fifty, I'm on school, and then in between that, you know, I'm doing rehab now. I have to do rehab like four times a day. So that's nice being at home, being able to do rehab, but um, for my knees. Oh yeah. And then, yeah. you know, for the I was bedridden for a week, and now at two weeks, uh, I'm allowed to start getting up and walking. Um, but, uh, you know, I haven't went to my studio in about a week, what, ever since I got my surgery. So um, after, before that, you know, I go to my studio pretty much whenever I can, whenever my parents allow me. I go there every day, you know, every night. And I like I like <laughs> going to the studio at night. So every, only be at night. I can't do it during the day. So. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Um, and I kind of feel the same way. Like I can be asleep the, the times that I am able to fall asleep. I can be asleep and wake up and have to write down because all of these ideas, because when I'm asleep, it seems like right. the creative part of me just awakens when I'm asleep. And so when I used to manage artists, um, I had to be in the studio with a lot of them you know, 2 o'clock in the morning, they call me, like, midnight and be like, hey, meet me at the studio. We talk about an hour drive um, to get to the studio and then be there, you know, to, like, 6 or 7 in the morning. And um, But, it, no, let's try to do this in the daytime. And you could hear just the difference. Like, they weren't in sync with anything that they tried to do. Um, they were really hard on themselves because they didn't, you know, they didn't sound the same. They didn't feel the same. They didn't flow the same um, as they did at yeah. night. So, yeah, I know all about that. Your creative juice is flowing at night got to find what works for you and stick to that. And then not only stick to that, but um, you got to make it better. You know what I'm saying? That's what that growth, yeah. I keep talking about growth this year, but that's what, what growth is all about. You know, um, I'm in the studio and I'm talking about you. I'm in the studio at night and I, it took me an hour, you know, for Dior. Um, but then if, maybe if I would have given another 30 minutes, you know, what would have come out of that additional 30 minutes? And I'm not, that track is fine, but I'm just saying 
push yourself a little more. Um, watch, you know, how you grow, um, just, just, especially in just repeating lyrics over. And repetition is something I can't stand when I hear it on a track. I can't, I just can't stand repetition. But, you know, in order to lay that track down and make it perfect, you know what I'm saying, you might have to repeat some things over and over again. And that, that is growth as well because you may not have done that last year this time. You may have just got in the studio and been like, bam, this is what we're going to do. Bet is done, but now right. let, me, let me twist this up a little more. Let me let me spin it this way right here. You know, so um, it's just everything that you do. Just find a way to um, expand on it. Not just your music career, just life in general. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, you took 20 steps today. You're going to take 30 tomorrow. You know, but you're going right. to rest. You're still going to rest. You're probably going to let the hill, but in everything that you do, just, just find growth. Um, or a way to push, you know, and everything that you do. Um, yeah, if you had the opportunity to perform, and I know that you said that you haven't uh, performed live yet, but if you had the opportunity to perform, um, what would your dream venue be? Wait, what'd you say again? It cut out. If you if had, had the opportunity, opportunity to perform, perform, yes, what would your dream venue be? Oh. Um, you know, as a lot of the YouTube I watch is shows, I like the impact out shows of like everyone screaming and music. Like I just wanna have a fan base that's die hard, you know, knows all my lyrics. And even even if it's not a a big like big room, I just at least want it to be like the most people that can be in there, that's who's gonna be in there. Like even though I don't have a lot of experience with that, I just want I like being thrown into stuff. Cause like, you know, I've not, I haven't really been rapping a lot. So like when the, I say my demo, or I'm not get get into that yet. I just hop right into it. So I like hopping into stuff. So a big big show would be nice, but you know it's gonna be small. Okay. Yeah. And would you have uh, a preference? Would you want like, um, you know, because you're you're always you said that you you rap futuristically, so. Um, say you're at this big venue that you you know that you got in your mind, and you could have you know the choice of any mainstream artist opening up for you, not the other way around, but the mainstream artist opening up for you. Who would that individual be? Uh, probably Uzi, because he gets people turned. So, uh, oh my gosh, my God. I would definitely be at the concert. Yes, I love Uzi. I would be there. Yes. I would be there. Really A lot of people sleep with him, but yes, I love Uzi. I like him. He's out of the box. He's he's not um, following, you know, um, what anybody else is doing. He's his own artist. He's definitely in that far, 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 far right lane um, doing his thing. You know, I don't think um, you cannot compare uh, another artist to him and his style. Um, and, and the fact that he just oh, don't no. care, you know, he just no, don't he care. Don't. And I, don't, I mean that in a good way, you know, but there's there's all the, the negativity that's thrown at him. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> I know. I'm so confident. Like when he was at know, the words, you know, talking about Pop-Tarts. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny you said that. My kids were talking about that last night, and I was like, guys, really? <laughs> that's all you got out of that? It's, like, it's Uzi, man. It's Uzi. So, yeah. Um, I want to get into your next track. Uh, this is Jaws. Uh, talk about that just a little bit. What went into the production of that? 
um, the, the meaning behind JAWS, and then go ahead and introduce it to the listening audience. So JAWS is a track that I made specifically for my first release, and the way I planned it is my first releases, are always going to, well, my first release with my my label, of course. Um, I wanted it to be something hard-hitting that's, from like, memorizable and uh, catchy. But, uh, you know, I couldn't go super deep. Like, I wouldn't do a deep song as my first release. So it's sort of like a, a hype, little flex song. But uh, I'd say it's just about signing my deal. And uh, that's my first song with my label. That's it. All right, so let's jump right into this. If you're just tuning in, you're live on Indie Fire on Two It Tuesdays with uh, Dayton, Ohio, music artist, 14 Scars, and this right here is Jaws. Hey, money in the bank now, nothing to the bank now, big deposit made now, I don't know what you say now, you don't even know now, bitch, you merely bust down, single run on my hip now, Rose, rose, pain, rose, there's a lot of hate, white rose, chain rose, I got a lot of patience, call me the blue one, you judge and take them to the face, I'm the dealing, I just made everyone jaw break, ay, 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 lock jaw, Every day, yeah, like non-stop Now the fuck is gonna wait for me Red, don't catch me working in a little shop Went to the jeweler yesterday I caught a big chain, now I need a wrist mount Every time I step out, I spit a big bag Yeah, I spit a big mouth yeah, yeah. Y'all know, no, mom go go, no slow poke. Yeah, going fast, yeah, so fast, like I'm running the fofo. Yeah, always flexed up, never lacking, like you can check on my photos. Yeah, in the rain, got a drop top, ain't dropping the photo. I just wanna know. And the Kia, right here, right on the here, right here, right here, all the hottest right hip hop hits, and the fire, and the fire, let's get it, let's get it.
you're just tuning in, you are live right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia, on Too Lit Tuesdays with my very, very special guest, Dayton, Ohio, music artist, 14 Scars. And you just heard Jaws um, from 14 Scars. Uh, I know that you're, you know, as your bio states and as we've talked about, you're 18 years old. Um, and I know yes. because I have, uh, I have a 19-year-old and I have a 15-year-old. And um, always some type of jealousy, some type of animosity, somebody talking about somebody, you know, somebody just throwing negative energy towards somebody else, just because that's something that young adults do. Um, But since, you know, uh, you have, you know, become a music artist, have you suffered any resistance or skepticism from um, your peers just because you're in the industry? Um, You know, all that sort of stopped after I signed my deal. Because everyone before that, you know, they were with me, but they weren't really with me. They were saying, like, you know, you, you need to stop doing this. Like, it's not going to go nowhere. But, mm-hmm. you know, once I actually signed, you know, people stopped saying that. So not not now. I'm not really facing anything. People actually want to come and make music with me. They want to be in the studio with me. Cause, you know, <laughs> they're hearing the music. They're seeing the numbers on that Jaws song. That one's going crazy right now. So, Yeah. They want to get in the so would you now. say that, that that's been, like, the biggest barrier for you um, as an artist, just, just having others not really believing, you know, in you and telling you that you're not going to, you know, go far, stop pursuing this? Has that been the biggest barrier for you? It probably was because um, that a lot of my time was spent finding my sound, and I think I'm going to rock with this sound. So um, I was getting – I wasn't really getting a lot of feedback. I'm like, I would post music. Like, my freshman year, I sort of gave up my sophomore and junior year. But uh, I gave it one more go this year, my senior year. And then we signed, I signed, and then uh, posting music now. And, you know, everyone says that you, know, but you, you never know. So. so you say you believe that you found your sound and you're going to stick with this. Um, how do you feel that you yourself are going to become a better music artist? Uh, just with, um, you know, probably, uh, you know, get more lyrical and, um, just make consistent songs. Right now, you know, I have a song about flexing and, you know, some of my EPs, the EP that's coming out is not flexing, not a lot of it at all, but that Jaws song was flexing. So I would say consistency and, um, just, uh having more confidence on track, you know, one thing I like to say I like to do is, like, if somebody was, like, how do you rap? Like, you know how, like, if you're playing football or basketball, you know, you have that swag on the court. That's what I want to have on the mic. So just know that I, I'm 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 here and I can do it. So I'm going to try to be the best, you know, that I can be. And you definitely have an amazing team behind you. Um as long as you keep that confidence in yourself, um, you keep the negativity away, I know that they're going to push you to reach the levels that you're trying to get to. Um, just because of what I've seen them do with, you know, artists that we've had on the show in the past. I don't want to start calling names, but salute to you all over there at Vision and Vitality Entertainment. Um, I talked to Saint last night for a little bit. Um, I'm always talking to um, E, always. 
Um, shout out to you, Choo 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 Unique. You're doing big things. I'm seeing you, girl. Um, I said I wasn't going to drop names, but, uh, yeah, shout out to all of you, the entire uh, squad over there at Vision and Vitality Entertainment. I love those guys. I do. Um, so oh, yeah. what is we, – we listen to your music. Um, we talked about, you know, the things that keep you motivated to continue to pursue this passion. But what is your creative process like? When you begin to, um, you know, lay down a track, do you have to have the beat first or you got to have the lyrics first or you got to have, you know, which, which, how does that go for you when you're creating the music? Really, it's just whatever I'm feeling. I don't stick to a scheduled uh, routine really right now. I don't really have a routine because, you know, I'm still trying to figure out what makes me the best songs and what gets the most traction when I drop it. So, really, um, I like to find a beat first, or I like to have one of my producers in there with me while he's making a beat. So, I know exactly what I want to say, if I like the beat, or sometimes I'll lay down acapellas and then have a, a beat made around it or, you know, try to find a beat that has the same tempo I put my lyrics in, you know, uh, just whatever I'm feeling that night. And uh, I don't really write a whole lot. I write my, uh, I write a little bit on my hooks, but I punch in for all my verses. Okay. So he says he really doesn't have, um, I know a lot of artists use some type of outline. You know, I got to have, maybe I got to have my hook first. Um, then once I have my hook, then I can flow with, with my lyrics. Or I got to have the beat first. And then once, I just remember, I used to write many, many years ago. And um, that for me, I had to have the beat first. And then from there, then I could write. And I could write, you know, all night long. I could go on to the next song, and I can go into the next song, and I can go to the next song. As long as I had that one beat, you know, I would be good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to have some type of an outline. I can't, I had one artist get on the show and say that all they do is just, and you mentioned, I write how I feel, but he didn't write anything down. He just, he, and he wasn't like he, you know, freestyled or anything. He just got in there. This was already in my head, you know, in his head, and then just got in there, laid the track down, left the studio. Next day, did the same thing, and I'm like, you don't write down anything? He's like, no, I like have a photographic memory. So at some point, I've seen it in my head. And then I go in the studio, and then that's how I make these banging tracks. Yeah. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, no, you need a little more guidance. Like you need, you need something to look at because you know his music wasn't all that. But um, yeah, it's yeah. amazing when you can kind of just go, go for what you know. You know what I mean? It's it's amazing when you have artists. That that's what I love so much about um, music artists. That no two are the same. No matter who you try to emulate, your style will never be like like theirs um, because there's going to be something right. that you do differently you know even if it with it's the recording process it's the you know the way that you you choose to create um your music you're never going to have the same style as anyone else and so um i love that about musicians and, and music artists i love that about them um if you could change anything in this music industry right now what would it be um like the perception of the typical like artist or big time like hip hop mainstream person, you know, a lot of people don't really like. I wouldn't say I'm more of an alternative, but like you know, my style sometimes isn't like what because I want to go big. So you know, you got to try to make those songs that are mainstream, but you don't want to force anything when you make music. So like, I just want people to listen to music for what it is and not what it like 
what it sounds like and the hype and, like, the picture it paints in their head. Like, it should paint a bigger picture in your head more than just, you know, sometimes you should, you, you need to listen to a song that's talking about the flexing and everything, but sometimes you need to listen to a song about that's deep. It makes you think. So that would be my biggest uh, thing I would want to change. <clears throat> Right. And I know that, um, especially now that with the pandemic going on, so many artists are kind of, or they feel like they're at a standstill, like they, they can't do anything. They may be able to go into a studio, but, you know, if they're used to being on tour or, you know, um, popping up at a venue, they just really, they don't have that flexibility anymore to be able to do that. But how do you feel that the Internet itself has impacted the music business? You talk about wanting to be... Um, big. You want to take this thing to higher heights. Um, how important um, is the internet, and how do you feel that the internet has affected the music industry? The internet is very important because you know you got to market yourself now. You don't just go around selling CDs no more or throwing them out. You know what I'm saying? But right, um, you got there's. It's so there's so many people trying to become artists right now, especially with this quarantine, that it's so watered down. Mm-hmm. Someone will see an ad on Instagram. You can't even do ads on Instagram no more because they're just going to pass them. As soon as they hear a beat, they're going to pass them because mm-hmm. there's so many people that are putting out music that is so rushed and so forced, and they don't even know their musical style yet. They're not even artists. They're just putting it out there. So it makes it a lot harder for us underground artists or us indie artists, you know, to get heard. So we got to really push it out there and really be different and have some good music for people to actually listen. So That's funny that you said that. Um, but, yes, yeah, social media is uh, extremely – that's your business card now. And I don't mean write your social media links on a business card. I mean that is your business card. When someone says to you, you know, you've got a website – you know what I'm saying? You, are you on Instagram? Are you on Facebook? Are you on Twitter? You know, um, that that's how you present yourself to um, potential, you know, fan base, um, the, your listening audience. You're, you're now fans and followers. That's how you present yourself to them and let them know what you have going on now, what you have coming up. You know what I mean? So you, you said that branding, that, that is all a part of um, your brand, you know, your social right. media presence. It is so when I got into this industry, I don't almost two decades ago, the um, social media was not. I mean, I believe was it even Facebook? Oh nine, oh seven, oh eight. So yeah, social media, the presence was kind of obsolete, you know, then compared to what it is right. now. So um, yeah, if you don't have that, pisses me off to the utmost when I'm trying to you know promote the show and I want to tag in an artist and. They don't have Instagram. Um, they don't have Twitter. You know what I mean? I'm like, how do you expect yeah. to draw this this crowd, um, these followers, these fans? You know, how do you expect to draw them in when you they have no way of knowing who you are, anything about you? Right. You know what I mean? They can't because it's it's kind of like word of mouth networking that we did back in the day. You know, now social media is used for that same purpose to network. But I can't share a post um, if you don't even have Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I can't um, right. tell you to follow this artist or, or find out where this artist will be at next, you know, if you don't even have Facebook to go and follow. You know what I'm saying? So social media is, is extremely um, important to uh, the music artist. But you made a, 
a point that I, I brought up last week, I think last Tuesday, um, how, and it, and it, that's how I started to show off. Like now, um, I love the fact that everyone has all of this downtime. Um, they have this time not to be stagnant anymore, but to find growth in themselves, whether it's learning a new trade, you know, whether it's going back to school, whether it's getting some certificates, you know, whether it's starting a new business, whether it is putting out new music. Um, and what I have seen, so I salute everyone who's allowed their um, creative juices to just flow like crazy. But what has irked me the most is um, you said, you know, how all the, the, the not even music artists, people were just putting out music. Um, and right. that's how I feel about podcasts. And, and shows. I, I've yeah. been doing this. I've been doing this for 12 years now. And uh, I remember when, you know, Blog Talk first came out, you know, we were there. We, we were just in it. And um, now to just see these podcasts pop, popping up everywhere and people aren't talking about anything. They're just, you know, I need to, my presence needs to be known and my voice needs to be heard. Right. You know, um, I just feel like the seriousness um, of this industry, it's being lost. Um, because people aren't, you know, they may have a platform, but, you know, who is it affecting? And is it affecting people in a positive way? And, you know, I just, I feel like so many people just have, they need somebody to talk to and they need somebody to hear them. And so they've created these podcasts and it just, it irks me. It really does. So I get it. I get it. Um, but that is, you know, due to the, the internet, it has affected um, every part of an individual's well-being. You know, a lot of people can't get up and, and go their whole day without being on social media or, or listening to a podcast or, you know, it. it so th- there's some upsides to that, but there's a lot of downsides as well. Mm-hmm. But sure. I do want to jump into your next track because um, I will get on my high horse and I will stay there. Um, proud. I'm a little proud. I am. Uh, let's talk about uh, the creative process for Proud. What went into creating that track? Um, what was the studio time like? You know, what was your frame of mind when you created Proud? So Proud is actually like I really I made it my first track of the EP because it's I want people to hear it because it's it's a really good deep song to me and means a lot um, through everything I've been through. So. Um, you know, I was I actually had my old like stuff I used to record at, at my house, uh, but I got a little uh space in my grandparents' garage, it's like an eight by eight studio and I put everything in there now. Like I got my panels up and put like seven hundred dollars into the studio, but that's whatever beside the point. So okay. I got my old mic and I just I just put up my old mic and have my Mac over here because I leave my Mac over here. And it's not the best quality mic, but I was I laid down proud. Um I laid down proud. I took the time on this song. You know, I thought about it, everything I said and the verses and everything, and I laid it down. I didn't try to, like, mix it or nothing. I just laid it down with my presets I had on Logic, and I took it to the studio and recorded it. So, and then from there, it was like a – I probably recorded it at, like, 3 a.m. And uh, just because I felt <laughs> like that was the best time, and, you know. <laughs> it was just a really good time, and I really put my heart into that song. So I hope people, you know, take it for what it is. So, All right. If you're just it. tuning in, you're live right here on NG Fire with your girl, Nakia, and our very special guest, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio music artist, 14 Scars. This right here is Proud. Listening audience, let me know what you think.
You know, I tried a lot in life, but sometimes when I try, I, you know, I get my all and then my all ain't enough, you know what I'm saying? It don't even matter for real. I'ma keep pushing up. That's all right. Just that I'm going to give him my all until I can't give him my all no more. And I'm just going to get what I want. I'm just not going to give up. So, yeah. 
I never have and I never will. So that's that's all I want to move on. So all right, and I hold you it heard it here first. I want to go ahead now and give you the opportunity to get all of your shout outs in. Um, give our listening audience your contact information for anyone who may be listening live now or anyone who may come back and listen to one of the many, many, many playback shows. Um, if they want to, you know, throw some beats your way, um, when the world opens back up, they want to get you on a stage. Um, if, if they're interested in hopping on a track with you, um, the floor is now yours to get all of your contact information out. All right. First off, shout out to Sinet for giving me this interview. Thankful for that. And all the Vision Vitality team. Uh, grateful for them and then my family and God and uh, my Instagram is at 14 scars 14 S-C-A-R-Z 14 scars with a Z and uh, just find me on Instagram hit me up on my DMs uh, stream my music on all platforms Jaws is going crazy right now 135k first month so uh, that's all I gotta say uh, and uh, thank you for having me you are so very welcome, and I'm so rude because normally, I don't know what got me hyped in the beginning of the show, um, but normally I do extend my thank you publicly. So um, on behalf of myself and uh, the whole Indie Fire crew, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being here this evening with me, 14 Scars. You could have been anywhere, but you were willing to come on the show, talk to us, give so freely of your time um, to share what it is that you do, why you're passionate about what you do with myself and my listening audience. So again, thank you, thank you. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. All right, guys. As I said, back here Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with your boy, Kato Moore. Until then, have an amazing weekend. Don't party too hard. I know, you know, a lot of you are now on level three. Um, I think that's what you call it, level three, um, with your state opening back up. So just be mindful that this virus is still out there. Um, continue to wear your mask, continue to wash your hands, continue to social distance. All right? And we will see you Monday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You guys have a good night.